The Bucketeers Podcast is a proud member of the TSPN, the Timeskew Podcast Network. You can catch our podcast on a number of outlets, including Google, Spotify, Apple, and a handful of others. Oh, my. And you can catch us today at timeskew.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Bucketeers. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to yet another fantastic episode of the Bucketeers Podcast. I'm your host, Tampa Tones, and we do have some developing news amongst our show we will get into separately, but that is why we have not had an episode yet to this point in the week. It's Saturday. Yes, we're still going to have a pregame pod for tomorrow. Probably drop it more towards noonish or so Eastern time tomorrow morning. Man, we're excited for tomorrow's Sunday night football clash with the New Orleans Saints. That'll be a fun division battle and really project, in theory, who's going to win the NFC South, who's going to come out on top of the NFC South. And then last week, we had an exhilarating Monday night game. Some thought it wasn't going to be actually a lot of people thought it would be a blowout at New York, but I did not think blowout. I knew we'd escape with the victory, but I did not think it'd come of way of stopping a two-point conversion. Antoine Winfield, shout out to you, my man, for a tremendous play. He just does it every game at this point in time. It's every game. It's a big game from him. Tremendous rookie he is. So that was a good win in theory. Obviously wasn't a pretty win, but I'd rather win ugly than lose pretty any day of the week. So while we're here, we're going to talk. It'll be a quicker episode for sure. It's more of an announcement episode. That's why it's a little later. We're still going to do a little recap of last week's Giants game. A little mini Red Imputer, or I mean, MFers to look out for, monsters to look out for, something like that. We're going to bring you a little bit of something. Not sure yet, but we will bring you some great Saints Bucks content briefly here, but mostly dig into it on the pregame pod tomorrow. We will have a special surprise guest on the pregame pod tomorrow as well. So be on the lookout for that. That's always fun. That'll be a good time as well. Not going to ruin the surprise. You'll have to tune in to find out who we have on. But without further ado, the announcement, Big Bukowski has left the show. Um, I want to thank him for all the things he did for the Bucketeers. He did bring some really good analysis to the table week in and week out. He did a tremendous segment. Hands off to him on um, um, MFers to look out for. It was really well. It was done really well. It was orchestrated really good. He did a lot of other good things, a lot of good preparation, a lot of good promotion of the show, and he did help it grow. So, Big Bukowski, I thank you for everything you've done. Um, you did a lot of good for the Bucketeers, and, you know, it, it sucks, but I, I respect it. I respect it. So, other than that, the Bucketeers is continuing, and now Tampa Tones will write the ship, and you never know, we'll maybe get another voice here or there, but for now on, it'll be your host, Tampa Tones, and we're going to continue this damn thing. Why stop? Why stop? We're doing great. Our numbers are good. Our following likes us. They like the show, Bucketeers, so we're going to continue. I'm going to continue. Get a new partner down the road, and that'll be the last partner. So whoever's next, he'll be the big one. Anyhow, back to the show. Back to some recap talk, the Bucks at the Giants. One thing heading into this week to look out for is a running back room, the running back situation with the Giants. Bucks, uh, Ronald Jones had a pass, cradled the pass on a knee, got up. It was a weird play, fumbled, 
kind of got benched, respectively. He still had a decent game. He still got decent tick, but it was clearly safe to see that Leonard Fournette was ahead back in that one as we bring you some statistics here from their last game. Honestly, a game where we see no other running back. It was pretty much Fournette. It was pretty much Rojo, and that was that. So we'll dig into Ronald Jones first. We're going to go into some Ronald Jones statistics from last week's game real quick here. He had seven carries, only seven carries, guys, and that's coming off of let me repeat, week four, 20 carries for 111 yards against the Chargers. Week five, 17 carries for 106 against the Bears. Week six, 23 for 113, two touchdowns against the Packers. Week seven, he still got 13 for 34 and a touchdown. Week eight, seven for 23, and then that fumble cost him. Receiving, he did bring in four passes for 23, but as I said on that one reception, that was killer. So he had... 11 total touches for 46 total yards, unlike any other Rojo game we've seen in a while, pretty much. Other than that, Leonard Fournette had a really good game, so that's why I bring to question who's going to be our lead back. Who is Bruce Arians going to go with as our lead running back? Because Fournette had 15 for 52 on the ground and three for 19. So he had 18 touches for about um, 71 yards there. So 18 for 71. We'll go into the numbers here, guys. 18 for 71 equates to, real quick, yards 3.94 yards per touch, which actually isn't that great. Um, Thought it would be higher than that. So let's see what Ronald Jones did last game in terms of yard per per touch. He had seven carries and uh, four grabs. That's 11 for 46. Let's see. I think Jones will prevail here, honestly, at day's end. 46. Yeah, Ronald Jones actually got more yards per touch. So even with that fumble that might have not been his fault on a quirky play, Ronald Jones did prevail in more yards per touch. Some other highlights in the Buccaneers' win over the Giants, which was some might say an ugly game, but a win's a win. I know that we won by stomping a two-point conversion, but we get some nice turnovers on Daniel Jones. The Buccaneers did end up winning 25-23, and Tom Brady did look pretty good at times, 28-40, 280 yards, two touchdowns this week only. Should get better as Chris Godwin hopefully plays and Antonio Brown does come back and hopefully attribute to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, free some Mike Evans double teams, and hope he gets involved on the ground. Other than the Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones stats we brought you earlier, Scotty Miller had one carry for seven yards. Tommy B had one for negative one. And the receiving went like this. Gronk and Evans did most of the work as they brought in a collective nine grabs for 96 yards and two touchdowns. Nothing new here. Gronk and Evans scoring touchdowns. You know where to look in the end zone. Jada Mickens had a nice game, averaging 7.2 yards a catch, bringing in five grabs for 36. Scotty Miller, three for 35. Didn't have his best game. Could have came down with a few deep balls, in my opinion. Bray had two for 35 before leaving injured. Tyler Johnson, another decent showing from the rookie, two for 35. We already got into Ronald Jones and Fournette, and that's all of the passing game. And then in terms of sacks, Pierre Paul did get a sack, a good key contribution, a late-game sack. He had a nice late-game tackle. He had a funny quote after the game as well. Devin White continued his rampant pace this year, getting a sack, and Dominican Sue got a sack as well. And then in terms of interceptions, uh, Sean Murphy Bunting grabbed one, and Carlton Davis got a big one as well. So that was really good to see. And Ryan Suckup continued to kill it, four for four in field goals, so that's always tremendous to see. The Buccaneers are a team that usually loses this type of game, a tough game on the road. 
it was a trap game in some people's eyes, and the Giants' offense did look good at times, and then Daniel Jones decided to turn the ball over quite a bit and get sacked a good amount of times as well. So that was a little concerning. Um, other than that, it was a good game all around. Our defense did grow up in the second half, and that's that. So other than that, we're on to tomorrow. We're on to Sunday Night Football. Buccaneers, Saints, Buck Saints, it's on. The winner is in first place in the NFC South. Will the Tampa Bay Buccaneers continue their upward trend and remain atop of the NFC South? I certainly think so, but we will see tomorrow. And that arises questions. What will the Bucs do better than week one, where the Saints were crowned on top, obviously, or whatnot? What they could do better, obviously, is stretch the field. And what we've seen with Tom Brady more is comfortability as time goes on he looks more comfortable in the pocket rarely 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 turns the ball over for those haters in the beginning of the year oh this looks familiar well no it doesn't no it doesn't we'll number crunch Brady in a little bit here overall in his total success in his MVP caliber type season to this point yes I said that correctly the Buccaneers are six and two the Saints are Five and two, and the Bucks have um, 41 points more than the Saints, and the Bucks have let up 32 points less than the Saints, although the Saints have had their bye week already. But at the same time, I don't think the Bucks are going to give up either of those in a game. So the Bucks are overall dominating the Saints statistically right now, and that's why they're top of the NFC South division. And as we've always done on the Bucketeers, we're going to continue to go around the NFC South here. We're going to go into the NFC South a little bit now. Bucks atop six and two. You got the Saints five and two. Panthers in third, falling and struggling, but they should get their knight in shining armor back this week. Christian McCaffrey is going to try and help the third place three and five Panthers get out of their three game losing skid. Ouch. They were three and two. Now they're three and five. Hate to see it. Falcons two and six at the bottom, but they have been fighting under Raheem Morris. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how um, Raheem Morris does, if he could keep the job in the NFC South and keep another Xbox coach um, atop of the coaching polls. And that's pretty much the NFC South. So tomorrow's game, Bucks six and two. If they lose, they'd be six and three. Saints would be six and two atop the NFC South. If the Bucks win, they would be seven and two. Saints would be five and three. So that's huge. They would have one and a half games up, and they would have a tie of the games as the Saints won Week One, Bucks won Week Two, or not Week Two. Hopefully, match up two. If that's the case, if the Bucks do win. That's my logic there completely. So that uh, that is an interesting thing to talk about. Uh, other than that, we're going to go into some Twitter fanfare we've got, and we had a few questions this week. One of them was, who will be the lead running back on the Buccaneers team this coming week, this coming Sunday, and why? Hmm. Well, we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier in the show, but – Thank you for asking, Josh. Josh, what's going to happen here is that I personally think Ronald Jones gets another crack at it. I think Ronald Jones gets another chance from Bruce to lead the ground game, lead this offense in rushing yards or touches on the ground at the very least. And then if Ronald Jones struggles again, we might get Leonard Fournette in a bigger role next week and then in weeks to come. But I think Ronald Jones has earned the chance. I mean, those numbers that I read earlier, those three straight 100-yard games to me really put him over the top 
in terms of why he should be starting, at least for right now. Leonard Fournette's been good in a backup role, but he hasn't had that explosiveness yet this year. I know he's been struggling with injuries, and he signed late, so hopefully down the line he gets going kind of like Gronk has, where Gronk is three straight games with the touchdown, has looked incredible. So it's been incredible to see what Gronk has been able to do, reuniting himself with Tom Terrific. It's always good to see Tom and Brady. Uh, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski hook up for a touchdown as they vie for the top spot in NFL history for total touchdowns for a duo for a quarterback and a targets um, passing touchdown duo. So we'll see if they could claim that spot one day. It'll be a tough chase as Manning and Marvin Harrison hold that top spot currently. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that happens. One player to look out for on the Saints tomorrow. One thing to watch is Drew Brees and his shoulder injury. He was questionable all week. Things are looking like Drew Brees is going to play. It looks like Drew Brees will play. But the thing is, Jameis Winston is perhaps waiting in the wings. How interesting would that be if former Bucks quarterback Jameis Winston got a crack to play tomorrow, Sunday night against the Saints, against his former Buccaneers team? It would be fun to see a Winston versus Brady matchup. I think there would be a lot of good passing involved. I think that there would be a lot of good receiving numbers there. I think that we're, we'd be in for a shootout, one that the Bucks would win, of course. I'm very excited to see how Antonio Brown does tomorrow. One thing that I kind of noticed is Steve McClendon. Not that he did awful, but he seemed to take a minor setback last game. I feel like our line didn't do a great job of getting down on Wayne Gallman when he did run. And Deion Lewis, who I don't know if you guys noticed, but if you did listen to the Bucketeers podcast last week, I did predict Deion Lewis to be the player of the game who had a 50-yard kick return. He had a receiving touchdown. He was playing some pretty good football. But if you look at the Bucks last week, the Giants were able to have some success as Wayne Gallman had 12 for 44 and a touchdown on the ground. Alfred Morris, 8 for 28 on the ground. Daniel Jones, 3 for 20. Ingram, 1 for 9. That's pretty good ground success overall collectively as everyone averaged at least 3.5 carries, ranging up to 9 yards a carry there and some targets brought in some reception. So it'll be interesting to see if the Bucks' run game could step up tomorrow because we know that guys like Kamara and we know that guys like Latavius Murray are going to put up a better running ground performance than veteran Alfred Morris and company out of that Giants backfield with Wayne Gallman and whatnot. As Devontae Freeman was out, Saquon Barkley's out. So they're two starting running backs route. We kind of expected this from the Giants. It's not to knock the Giants by any means. It's just simply saying that, yes, indeed, they were injured on running back, and they have been, um, or they had pretty good stats still against this Buccaneers team. So it'll be interesting to see the clash of the line of scrimmage in this Bucs Saints game tomorrow. And once again, you are listening to the Bucketeers podcast, a proud member of the TSPN, the Timeskew Podcast Network. You can catch this podcast on a number of outlets, including Apple, Google, Spotify. You could follow us on Twitter today at Bucketeers. Go check out this crazy world of sports at TSPN underscore the great podcast they provide as they got Big Reek and Cleve and me, um, us, uh, you know, Bucketeers, Cardboard and Cracker Jacks. Fugazi Sports, uh, Chain Clankers, um, a lot of them. It's just a lot of good things coming for, you know, this TSPN network and these podcasts as we continue to grow together a lot of great ones and they pretty much come at you for anything. Chain Clankers is Frisbee, so that's pretty cool. And then you have um, 
Cleveland Me Wrestling, Big Reek in all sports. Armchair Quarterback Show does a great job there on CBS in Florida. So, yeah, kind of cool. Um, a lot of good up-and-coming podcasts, and that's for dang sure. Other than that, we'll just talk a little more here. I, again, I just wanted this to kind of be an announcement and a quicker show as we do have our podcast, our pregame pod tomorrow, so we don't want to get too much into the Buck Saints game and ruin the point of the pregame pod. So we're going to keep this more short and sweet. But other than that, I will say I'm looking forward to the NFL in general tomorrow after a long week of never-ending political talks. It'll be nice to see some sports. Um, you know, it'll be nice to get our minds off of things. I'm very excited. Sunday night football, the Buccaneers got ripped off their last Sunday night chance, and now we get the chance to play on Sunday night. And not only that, but um, prime time, we have another chance to hopefully better our direction of our overall record for prime time spot games the Bucks have overall struggled with prime time but hopefully coming off the prime time Monday night win against the Giants they could continue that upward trend as we do have another prime time game in the near future a Monday night against the Rams so that will all be crucial to see and of course the Sunday night games could always get flexed as well so we really got to start showing better in prime time I'm excited to see how we do in Sunday night I just hate waiting all day for Sunday night. I hate seeing the noon games go by, the afternoon games go by, and you're just anxiously awaiting for kickoff. And then you're really tired the next day. But a win makes it all much better for a great victory Monday. If your team wins, Sunday night football is great. If you lose, maybe not so much. But I think the Bucks are going to win this one. I'm pretty confident that we do get back at Sean Payton and the Saints. I, I don't see how we don't especially after a gridiron win on Monday night. I know we played the Giants, but they've had a lot of close wins that they've blown this year. They should have beaten the Eagles, who currently are a playoff team, should have beaten the Bears, who are currently pretty much a playoff team, almost beat the Bucks, who are a playoff team. The Giants have brought in the noise time in and time out again this year. They've just fallen short here and there. I don't think they're a terrible team. Daniel Jones just has to tell himself, Danny, sometimes it's better to take a sack than to turn the ball over. I know it's hard to do. I know you want to make plays. I know you want to scramble around and whatnot, but sometimes it's not the smartest thing to do. Well, I guess we will see how Sunday night goes. I guess we'll see how tomorrow goes. Once again, thanks for all sticking with Bucketeers, sticking with Bucketeers Nation. The Bucketeers Podcast is a proud member of the Timescoop Podcast Network. We will be back at you with regular show next week. Maybe with the new face. Again, we'll keep it a surprise. A lot of things brew and a lot of big things to come for the Bucketeers. We're figuring it out behind the scenes. This show is only going to keep growing and we're going to keep getting stronger. So that's what's happening. It's not a setback. It's a major, major, major step in the right direction. And we're going to keep heading in the right direction. So the Bucketeers is going to keep providing listeners a good Buccaneers show. And we're going to get another great co-host in here, maybe two in the near future. I don't know. We'll see. Other than that, thanks again for listening. You can catch us on Apple. You can catch us on Google. You can catch us on Spotify. You can catch us on timeskew.com. 
Yes, we are on their website. Once again, we are great members of the Timeski Podcast Network. I'm Tampa Tones. You could follow me on Twitter at TrickyTonesBGTE. Make sure to drop a follow for my baseball and collecting podcast. It's on a hiatus. Cardboard and Cracker Jacks at Cracker Jacks Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And then follow the Bucketeers, of course, at Bucketeers. We ain't stopping. This is just the beginning. Thanks again so much for listening. I hope you guys have enjoyed this short, brief episode, but very important episode, informative episode as always. We'll be back tomorrow with the pregame pod as normal, and then we'll be back next week as normal. Once again, thank you, Big Bukowski, for all that you've done. Wish you the best, my man. This is Bucky Tears, where we continue to go. Thank you so much. Goodbye.